0: Success Podcast. A podcast where college students and faculty come together to talk about mental health, wellness, mentorship and entrepreneurship. Together we set and achieve goals for ourselves to get us where we want to be. I'm your host Derek Mounzak and this is episode 114 of the podcast. And welcome back everybody. As I sit here reflecting on Martin Luther King Day of 2021. I got inspired, um, had a podcast on the back burner for you guys for the longest time, and when I finished up the fall semester, I had said to myself, I got this list, I said, list, you and I, we got a date for the next month, all the shit that I didn't get to do over the last semester kind of got condensed into the last four weeks when I didn't have the, uh, the daily grind of, you know, checking in on students and grading and teaching and just like the student grind, right? Uh, it's nice to mix things up every once in a while. And that's why I really appreciate the the job that I'm in is because it affords me that opportunity with the the way the semesters flow. Anyway, um, so one of those things was to record this podcast. I've had it swimming around in my head for a few months now. And, uh, today's the day. I uh, hope to get it out, you know, this, this week, uh, this first week back for the spring 21, 2021 semester, you know, start the year off on the right foot. It sort of relates to resolutions, but I don't, I'm not a big resolution type of person. I, I ton, sometimes will set some, but I prefer to think more um, I, I use a time frame that fits the goal, is what I'll say. And resolutions just sort of arbitrarily pick a, a time, a starting time, and an ending time, thinking about, oh, you know, I want to do this by the end of the year, usually when you set New Year's resolutions. And, um, that's sort of trying to fit a lot of different types of goals into very specific types of, uh, Timeframes and, and settings, and I'm not a big fan of that. So I'm going to talk about uh, goal setting a little bit different way. It's sort of more like strategic planning for the soul. <laughs> um, that would be kind of an interesting idea, like a uh, play on the chicken soup for the soul series. Um, but if you you may not know what a strategic plan is, so that might not help you. But uh, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. Um, so. The topic will be, uh, I guess the idea I have is mind mapping for career, for your career or for your future, something like that. Um, But I might do something more like vision boarding for success. And I was never sure what I was doing when I was doing one of these things. It's sometimes referred to as a mind map. Um, I think vision board is probably a more accurate depiction of what I'm doing though. Uh, So this is sort of a visual image that shows your life, you know, in different areas broken out. So for this one is is sort of thinking in terms of your, your career, it's very long term focused. So your career is hopefully going to span what, you know, multiple generations, I'm not generations, that would be wild, multiple decades, right, but you don't have to maybe think that far out. But um, for this type of goal setting activity, it's really, again, not goal setting as much as being able to see where the pieces fit, and where there might be ways to connect things that you do and ways that you might see patterns, or just trends and things that you may not have otherwise noticed, if you hadn't taken the time to sort of put these into a a visual image or a picture for you. So why am I talking about this? Um, Well, I don't know, it's kind of my thing, right? So this is, uh, you know, it's part goal setting, because you are thinking about the future, even if you're not setting goals within these mind maps. Um, the, the reason for the mind map is so you can kind of think about how where you're headed. Right. Um, and for me, I think the reason why I recently decided to do this uh, as a podcast topic isn't because I just started doing it. I've actually done been doing this for quite a while, as you might be able to see. Um, I'm going to try, I think I'm going to post mine. I was thinking about whether I wanted to or not, but I think I will. Um, I have a picture of it here in front of me to kind of refer to, and I also have in my mind sort of a a, a typical student, you know, because I don't want you guys to be comparing yourself to mine, which looks, you know, uh, a bit more filled in than probably a lot of yours would at this point, uh, for younger students especially. So... Anyway, yeah, I had this—I re- had this inspiration to do it because there were pieces that I had uh, that n- maybe didn't relate as much to my career, but I wanted them to, um, and they were sort of off to the side. These pieces. And um, just recently, I think I figured out where they kind of fit. And that was like kind of returning to my vision board and looking at it. I was like, ah, you know what? This has been helpful for me. I wonder if it'll be helpful for students uh, listening on the podcast. So here we are, right? Okay. So as I mentioned, a mind map or a vision board is sort of a a visual image of where these different major parts of your life in this case your career aspect of your life but you can use it for whatever you want um, where they sort of fit in relation to one another right so that might be an abstract concept let me explain it right Uh, I don't even remember how I started doing this but it was probably right around the same time when I started doing the podcast to be honest so 2015 so we're going on six years now And I had the the basics that I started out with were the things that I was, the main areas of my my job that um, I saw in big blocks, right? So it's not so much the little things that you do in day-to-day or or the small goals, you know, yearly evaluations even in in work uh, weren't so much of what I thought about it. it was bigger picture things. So I had you know, psychiatric rehabilitation as, as one of the first like, and I just, uh, so what I do is you could draw this, you know, and just write that, write the first one and then put a box around it and then connect to other boxes and try and figure out how the different things connect. Um, what I did was used post-it notes. So I would write, so I wrote psycho rehab on my post-it note and stuck it to a wall or whatever. And then I had a bunch of post-it notes and I would, for each major block, I would use one post-it note. So I had psychiatric rehabilitation and I had, um, because that was my, my main area. I also had college students with psychiatric, uh, you know, mental health conditions. And that was like within psych rehab, sort of a big block that I was focusing on within that. So, um, it's not so much hierarchical, meaning that there are larger topics and then smaller ones, it's more how the things fit together. So um, within the larger area of psych rehab, I had, you know, this smaller area of of college students with mental health issues and helping them in terms of psych rehab. Uh, And that led to my PhD, and my now my dissertation, um, both of those things. So Um, I think I have probably arrows connecting, you know, all three of those things. Um, And you can use directional arrows. So, you know, sometimes it might be one thing leading to another, but sometimes it's more of um, bi-directional, right? This thing led to this, but it was also a product of the other. Uh, I don't focus so much on on the way the arrows go. I'm, I'm more trying to see how the pieces fit. Right, so I had psych rehab, and then I had the college students with psych, um, and then the PhD program where I, I my dissertation is about college reentry. So for college students with mental health issues, they have to stop out some of them because it gets to be you know too much, and uh, happens to a lot of students. And so my dissertation is looking at what students did during the time they were stopped out, and then what they uh, what their experience was upon re-entry to school. And it's it's coming along, it's coming along. Uh, I've been working on, uh, I should hopefully in the next month or two be doing my proposal hearing. Uh, so I spent the whole year writing uh, my proposal, which is my literature review, my method, uh, how I'm going to do the study, and um, I just sent it off today, actually. It was another big piece on my giant list of... Uh, I guess what I'll call college off season fun. Uh, and that was a big one. So it's like my fourth proposal. Anyway, I digress my fourth draft. Uh, so I have my, my dissertation on there because that's opened some doors, um, you know, with my partner I'm working with, which is uh, fountain house, the college reentry program. Um, and that might lead somewhere in terms of my career. I don't know. Um, I also have things like that were from my past, like before I even got into the par- the Department of Psych Rehab as a, a faculty. I was working in the field and I was working towards this certification. And uh, so it's to become a certified drug and alcohol counselor. I left. I kind of put it on the back burner for a few years, uh, but it never left my vision board. You know, I, I I always knew that it fit somehow, but it just kind of was for an offshoot for the longest time. And then, just recently, I well, within the last year, you know, I was I was approached by a colleague who was doing a grant. That was related to, uh, you know, co-occurring disorders, so substance abuse and mental health issues. Somebody that's experiencing both, and it helped the grant that he had an LCADC. That's the certification, the license that I have uh, as part of the grant. Um, so I was like, yeah, you can include me, and I'll, you know, help with this, this, and this. And uh, so it opened an opportunity, opened a door first time I've ever really used it for anything, to be honest. Um, and it's kind of annoying for the upkeep. So I was glad to to help out. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so that's one that was sort of kind of floating, didn't really know where it was going to go and led to something. And, and then uh, that grant ended up actually uh, getting funded. So uh, happy ending there. Uh, other things that I've put on, you know, the, the psych rehab uh, background that I have has led to training opportunities outside the department and those might lead somewhere right so I've had all these different interests over the years right I spent a while focused on peer mentoring and I brought uh, Miss Brittany Stone on a couple times to talk about that here on the podcast and so I have a, a sort of an offshoot with that. And, you know, honestly, that didn't end up leading anywhere um, yet <laughs> to have that growth mindset. That's what I'm working on with my son. Um, so that doesn't mean, though, that nothing will come of it. Um, I could see this being picked up in the next one to three years and, you um, You know, figuring out a way to make it fit either on my own or in partnership with somebody else that sort of approaches me as like, hey, weren't you interested in this a while ago? And it leads to uh, some sort of kind of collaboration uh i'll give a couple more examples and then i'll focus on what it might look like for you this would be kind of very much scaled down in the beginning for uh you know students that haven't uh yet really started a career and that's totally fine I, you want to kind of start this small you only want to keep sort of the big blocks in my mind uh so i also had uh for a while my passion was well this podcast right um It's, you know, it's not hard for me to say it's not as much of a passion now as it was for me when I started it in 2015 and 2016. And that's okay. You know, Um, it's okay to have interests and for them to sort of, you know, die off or just get, um, move on to other things. Uh, This podcast opened doors for me to meet a lot of people and to, um, you know, get interviewed by others, Uh, you know. I don't know. I I loved doing it, and and I'm happy to continue doing it, you know, even though I'm not able to do it at the level, and I'm okay with that. I hope you guys are. Uh, So the podcast was an offshoot of this mind map uh, and on my vision board. The Ace Your Online Class, the course that I developed, which I'll throw the plug in there, aceyouronlineclass.com, it's on Udemy, and there's a link in the show notes. Uh, If you have to pay um you should reach out to me first and i will provide you with a coupon code just uh reach out um if you can i the uh it should still work college student success podcast at gmail.com i've been getting so much spam to that address recently that it's it's been hard to watch but i'm training my email folder to uh sort you guys out from the spam Um, So I had the Asia Online class, and that was, you know, my passion for the, you know, I think it was 2016. Um, And that's definitely not as much of a a passion for me. Uh, I did that, though, for a lot of reasons. I did that to learn how to to build a business. Uh, Even though it failed, I still learned a lot. I now employ so many of the things that I taught in that in my college online courses that I teach for my job. So... I don't look at it as a a failure at all. I look at it as a learning opportunity. And again, sort of an offshoot. Nothing's happened really with it right now other than, you know, from time to time, somebody will sign up to take the course and I earn a couple bucks uh, like a non-podcaster listener. I've always said that all of my podcast listeners will never have to pay for that course because you guys were a big part of my inspiration for developing it. Uh, So hope anyone and everyone that needs help uh, getting to figure out how an online class works. And this is not a Zoom online class. People conflate the two. But um, we're talking about asynchronous online courses, so where you have the material posted. you know, It's a lot of strategies surrounding how to help prepare and be on top of your online asynchronous courses. And uh, so let's see. One more I'll do, uh, maybe something recent. Um, no, I think, I'll, I think I can talk about, like, you know, Asia Online class, thinking about, like, I, I did a lot in, like, the online learning sphere. So I think I had that as a blob. A blob. Um, and I, I did some trainings through work on just different techniques. And, um, you know, my newest project, which I'm not going to get into now, but it involves, like, sort of online uh, pedagogy, you know, people learning Uh, It's actually andragogy, that's a new word I just learned, which is basically pedagogy the study of teaching or uh, learning, teaching, uh, but for adults versus for young people. Uh, So that's sort of a new offshoot project that might lead to, I don't know, it's led to a collaboration with another faculty member, Mm. uh, possibly a second faculty member it hopefully will lead to a publication down the road. Um, Those are the goals for me, right? I want to increase the collaborations I have with other faculty that I value and really enjoy working with. I want to get published because that's uh, helping going to help me with my success in my career as far as um, my role here at the university and promotions and whatnot. Um, I want to continue to develop my research agenda uh, within the department as well as my teaching portfolio. So I have, you know, a number of these different goals and all of these different blocks that relate. And when you don't sit and stop and think about them and how they fit, you probably just will never do it, right? Um, I'm saying it actually is probably a good exercise to sit down and do this, right? Alright, so how, how would you do this? Like, let's say I've, I've, I've captured your interest, right? At this point, And you're like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's speaking my language, right? Um, all right, it can be very simple. Like, I would actually advise you start very simple, you know, square, I mean, a piece of paper, blank piece of paper, preferably with no lines on it. Um, Just a white piece of copy paper would be fine and a pencil or a pen. And, you know, just let your mind go into brainstorm mode, right, where you just let it, you know, go wherever it needs to go in terms of writing these different blocks that may fit in your life right now. And it's okay If there's only, you know, two or three or four to start with, Um, because a lot of you are young and you shouldn't have a lot of blocks when you're young because you've been being young. Right. This is for a career. Careers don't typically start or, you know, until you're at least in adolescence, uh, if not a little bit further. So what types of things might go on your initial mind map? I'll give you a couple of suggestions here. So I gave you my like my my major career role, which was psych rehab, psychiatric rehabilitation. So you might that might translate for you to your major in college, right? Assuming that your major is going to be part of your career. <laughs> Hopefully it is right. Otherwise, <laughs> we may need to go take a step back. Um, but your, your current major, right, I'm going for so I have a, a sketch of a just a, a fake student, uh, call them Pat. Uh, Pat could be any type of name. Uh, we'll say we'll say it's female Patty. Patty, she is a um, biology major. so she has she's going for her bachelors, she's currently going for her bachelor's in biology with the idea of going on to med school. Right? so that's like the first step. And she might put med school on there um, with the, the thought being like that's the goal. Um, If it were me, yeah, I I would, right? Um, Because that's definitely part of this career equation, right? So you may have your bachelor's in bio, um, maybe if there's some sort of stop in between, but maybe not, you're just going to med school, med school, and you might have, you know, right now you might not be in med school, so the priority there would be getting in, right? Med school applications come before actually doing it, right? You might have your minor as well. Um, So I was an English major and I was psych minor and everything that ended up happening to me (laughs) with my career ended up relating basically to my minor in psychology. Who would have thought, right? Um, I wasn't doing these mind maps back in my undergraduate days. You guys would be so far ahead of me for where I was at your age. Uh, But yeah, I mean, think if your minor is something that might relate to your major, right? So, oh, I'm main, majoring in bio and minoring in chemistry. <laughs> um, or it might completely unrelated and just be something that you were interested in like it was for me. I thought I'd be an English teacher and psychology was just like kind of cool because I'd never taken a psych course before. And it was easy because it was only like six classes to get the minor. And so it sounded kind of cool to have a minor. And lo and behold, here I am in the Department of Psychiatric Rehabilitation doing a dissertation. Um, So it's funny where things take you. I would have never thought that taking that psych minor would have led me to where I am. But that's why I encourage you, you know, even if you don't think it fits, even if it's more just for fun or enjoyment, put it on there because it's marketable, right? It's a piece of your human capital that you might be able to leverage in some sort of Career or networking opportunity or whatever, right? Uh, your job? Do you are you working a job right now, right? I don't necessarily think of about a full time job, but there's I'm sure plenty of you out there that are you know back in school for your second career. That already went to school, got a career, worked in the, in a field, and maybe you realize eh, this isn't for me it's great that you made the decision to to go back and figure something else out uh i really think that that's um it's very um courageous because i think it could sound very scary um considering my wife uh, did something like that uh so all that stuff though that you did in your previous job might in some way relate, even if it doesn't relate. Obviously, right? Oh, I was an accountant for years, and I hated accounting, and now I'm in. I don't know. I'm studying to become a priest. <laughs> uh, you might have some sort of overlap that you can't see right now, but it might become apparent a little later in terms of you know uh, another thing on here. I have is like um, network or mentors, right? Maybe you hated accounting. But you've had this really great boss and they were into sailing and you're somehow fitting that into your life uh, because that's a big passion. I'm thinking in a lot of just like, what ifs here because I want to keep your minds open to what should be on these you know could be on these blocks and you know you could some things are fit naturally some things don't fit so that's why this piece of paper you're writing these blocks and connecting them with lines uh, can look messy at first um, because I think you're probably going to want to redo it a second time once you have all of the things down. So brainstorm all of your potential blocks. So we had your major might be one, your minor, any kind of job you had if you had a previous career, or if you have a part-time job working at TJ Maxx that you hate. Uh, again, maybe you have a great boss or somebody that you work with that's also in your in your program at school. Like I don't know, um, those things might matter. They might not. In which case, whatever, they'll fall off your your vision board in a few years because there will be other things to take their place right any types of certificates you've gotten or trainings right um so patty works you know maybe she's got a job at the library through a work-study program maybe doesn't relate at all to her job her goal of wanting to go to med school maybe she's an emt right and she's certified or you know has a license or a current job working um for an ems and that probably does relate to her aspirations of going to med school. Maybe she could leverage that in some way, right? These are the things I, I think vision boards really help people connect with. And these dots are, again, not apparent when you're just kind of grinding away every day. This is real big picture macro type of stuff, the kind of stuff I really like thinking about. What else? Um... Other things you might not think about, or be like, you know, any research or research assistant. You know, if you've had a role like that as a volunteer anywhere, paid or unpaid. Um, uh, mentors in your network, hobbies that you are really passionate about, that you might somehow see fitting into your your career, or your interests, overlapping. When you can have a career where, you know, it, it's sort of this might sound weird but your work and your your day-to-day life sort of blend to the point where you don't even really notice what you're doing when anymore (laughs) um and i'm sort of there like you know i i enjoy my job to the point where i don't like get up and think oh i have another day of work to do like Um, I'm working today, today's Monday, the 18th. Technically today's a holiday and everyone's off from work. Um, and I just don't even think that way. Like if I, you know, have stuff to do, I work. And if I don't have anything to do, I don't work, but I always got stuff to do. Uh, so that's like, to me, you know, I think that's a great you know, in term, terms of lifestyle design, and just overall well being, I think it's a good place to be may not be for everyone, because the the drawback of that type of lifestyle is, um, you can't turn it off sometimes, right? You know, some people really enjoy a job where they clock out, and they're done, right? They don't have to think about it. And nobody's going to like be calling them, or they don't have to be responsible for anything. And there's something to be said for that, right, especially real high stress jobs. Um So think about the type of person you are when you're thinking about these things. Uh, So hobbies, side hustles, anything that you're maybe, you know, selling on Etsy or doing just under the table for friends or for family, you know, mowing lawns, tutoring, babysitting, all of these things may not relate to your career now. But these are the ways that networking uh, and relationships grow and you build that web right? Because, yeah, you're going to have a centralized web of people within whatever, whatever career you get into, right? So I have my sick rehabby connections in my network. But I also have at the larger, you know, um, area, the edges of the web, things that are not as related to my field, right? Um, So Let's see. Anything else? Uh, website kind of kind of brand building things you're you're doing for yourself, as I, I try to always uh, emphasize. So those are the things that I would probably put on here. You know, um, publications, if you've you know managed to, you know, help with that in any way. Uh, so. All right. Um couple of things to think about as we close here. Uh, so how often should you look at your vision board or your mind map? How often should you add to it, right? Um, you know, there's no real set answer. Uh, I was reading a few just like frou-frou articles. Like I'm not even going to link to them. Just like things that I was, you know, in productivity and self-help, not self-help, but um, sort of this life hack type of websites, you know, blogs and whatnot. Um, not peer-reviewed you know not the stuff that I, I tend to look for but I was just looking for kind of overview stuff because I was trying to figure out exactly what I what what the name of of what I was doing and those were the two things I came up with and one one site I saw said like oh you know it it, sh- it should be really in a in a a central location where you see it all the time, maybe even every day, like your bathroom. And I'm like, hmm, I don't, that is not, that's the opposite of what I do. So I don't put it away for nobody to see and only never look at it. But I have it definitely in an area that I don't look at often, once every couple months, maybe. And um, for me, that works, because, um, you know, with long term goals, sometimes you pick up things that you're doing as goals that you don't even realize and sometimes that comes at the expense of other things you're doing and you're you're sitting there realizing like wait I'm not I'm not getting the things done that I want to be like why is that and you just take the step back or you you stop and look up you look at your vision board and you're like oh it's because my day has become filled with this this and this and it it happens so slowly or just subtly over time because you're stuck in the day-to-day that you don't even realize it you know for me part of that was you know my my job productivity suffered like declining in the you know in the spring of last year due to the pandemic shutting everything down and i had my son home all the time and i knew he was home and but you know things became more of a chore to complete and i was like why am i struggling like i haven't and i'm like you know it was obvious in in retrospect but when you're in the in the middle of it sometimes it's hard to be self-aware You know with those types of things so it's up to you you know you might want to keep it around and close by a lot in the beginning as you're as you're really formulating it and then once you have it uh, then maybe put it somewhere where you you know reference you know i in your planner might be a good place for it i have it on a white mine is on a whiteboard now so i had it just on the wall with the stickies and then what I did was I'm trying to transfer it onto this whiteboard. I still have the stickies, and I just have whiteboard arrows now that I kind of have done. So you can see from the picture that I'm going to post with the blog post, and it will be in, uh, linkable in the show notes. The other question uh, you might have is like, you know, there's just these things that totally don't fit. Like, where do they go, Derek? And it's like, I hear you, you know. Um So I've had I had a few of those, too. And that's like, again, that was like the inspiration, I think, for this podcast is because I always had these couple of things off to the side. It's like, all right, one day I'm going to tackle this thing. And all of a sudden, in recent months, it's come into focus like, oh, that thing that I had off to the side, it goes right here. And I'm not going to get into that. I I don't have any kind of, um, you know positive, like, you know, progress that I can report on yet, but hopefully in the future. But there, there are going to be things that don't quite fit, just leave them off to the side, that's fine. They're there. And every time you look at the vision board, you'll kind of see them be like, Alright, yeah, that's still there. It's not something to beat yourself up over. It's something to kind of have just an overall level of self awareness about. Self awareness has been My big thing, I think, in the last year, I've really spent a lot of time thinking about how important it is when it comes to recovery. Uh, So that's really what I wanted to talk about today is vision boarding for success, mind mapping, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Just, you know, really the idea is to have these blocks of things that are important to you in your career and get them down on paper. You know, it's not a journaling exercise, right? Where you're trying to process how you're feeling about things. This is a visual exercise. So if you wanna get creative with it, um, great, get creative, right? Uh, for me, I prefer a very simple approach, which is boxes and, and part of a more diagram, diagram um, model, but hey, you know, it's really just connecting different ideas to one another and figuring out how those ideas relate to one another. And having that information about yourself, those ideas might give you some direction for the future, might give you some ways to leverage some existing supports that you didn't even realize that you had, or human capital that you had acquired a way back that you didn't think would be ever important in your career. And now you're finding through the use of this vision board that maybe it will come in handy. So hope you enjoyed that episode a little shorter than my normal ones. uh, But that's okay. Um, just some quick announcements. I already gave my dissertation update. It's coming along. Hopefully, be doing my proposal in the next month or two. Uh, I'm also hoping to move the website. If anyone's experienced um, the site being down, I apologize. It's a server issue. So that was, a, that was actually one thing on my list, though. One of the few things that I did not uh, get to do, just... Didn't, can't get to everything, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping for the spring at least. Um, I mentioned also that I've had a lot of email address spam, but um, you could send an uh, email there. You could also just use my name. Uh, you could find it on the website, Derek Mallenzack, but there's a period in between, uh, so Derek.Malenzak at Gmail. Uh, if you want to reach me there, if you have any ideas or your feedback, questions, or comments, I would love to hear it all. Uh, I also real quick wanted to mention I I took the Facebook page down um, as part of a larger goal of mine to just get off major social media. So that was actually the one one of the things holding me back for a long time. I didn't want to be on Facebook anymore. But I kept it because in my mind, I was rationalizing it as well. It's my way to stay in touch with the audience. But I, I had a larger goal in mind of just like really eliminating that stuff from my life for a while. So um it was an unnecessary uh consequence so the the page facebook page is gone or you know i deactivated it. i guess i could come back later but um i'm sorry if you were uh, using that in any way uh wasn't really getting uh, much in the way of use but just wanted to give that update um so with that in mind um hope you all have a great spring semester um really optimistic this year you know um everyone's getting vaccinated. And I think that this time next year in 2022, um, a large part of COVID and the stuff that we've been doing will be in the past, not all of it, but a large part of it. I'm really optimistic and hopeful. Um, so I hope you guys are too for what we have in store for us this year in 2021. So love to hear from you, but, uh, glad to to come back here in 2021 and um enjoy the semester and uh hope to hear from you thanks Take care peace